Got all the way to Las Vegas, completely didn't read the email, right? So excited that I got an acceptance letter to come cover the red carpet. Completely missed that they did not say I could cover the red carpet. <laughs> so yeah, we're in Vegas. Oh, wait, hey, what's what's the story time. What is- What's up, what's up, what's up, friends, family, and fans? Welcome to Life on Podcast. This is where we listen and inspire friends in entertainment. And everywhere. Right, I, because life happens to everyone. Apparently, life is life in Johnny's life. Man, right listen, now, so. you got you got to keep it fun, especially when it's like life in the that way. Was life fun. In that was just weird. Is, that was just weird. No, I mean, you know, it, not it everyone's a me for a couple seconds, bro. Right, right. Well, moving on. Yo, we got Nico. I almost Nico. called you Nico Flowers. Goodness I mean, gracious. you can. <laughs> Why you do that, bro? <laughs> Yo, this is the one and only. Uh, I Nico tell you what, Flo. I'm going to pass this one on to old Johnny there so that's we can the, get this right. That's Sorry, Nico <laughs> Flowers. It's all good, brother. It's all hey, but you know what? If good. this is audio, we might get some, we might get some hits. Because <laughs> they can't see that it ain't Nico Flowers. <laughs> Yo, this is, I, I got to, it's an honor for me to be able to do this. Because when you get a chance to work with somebody as talented as, as Nico is for as long as I have. Because in our career, career spans can be really, really short. Like. You you see it like NFL people come in two three years they burn out. Um, me and Nico got to rock that gives us six years five years almost yeah, before yeah. before you got you know moved on up and got you know God tier <laughs> powers. Um, I'm gonna read this, bro, because it's one thing to know you and talk to you, yeah. but to actually look at the history of the stuff that you did and where you came from. Like currently, you're the assistant program director at uh, at Praise, which in my opinion is the hugest gospel station. Not only in the southeast, I think it's in this part of the country. Aren't y'all the biggest over here? In the country, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a producer of the Jacqueline Carr Show. Also, still running your own show yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm gonna run it all the way back, man. You started as a promotions assistant. That's the street team. If y'all don't know what that is, everybody goes out, <laughs> makes those events fun. Yeah, those are you fun. know, set them up for you, bring you the prizes and all of that. And moved on to become a producer and the co-host for the BJ Murphy Show. Um, this is the one that I didn't even know. You were the lead correspondent for BNR Weekly. Yes, bro. What? Okay, we're gonna get to all that stuff. We're gonna get to all of that. <laughs> and after that, uh, he became a producer and an yeah. on-air talent at Cox Media Group, which is where we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I was still producing some of those shows on that right-wing station that I was at, and you came in over at Kiss before I moved on over to Kiss. Yeah. Um, right before you springboarded into where you are right now, yeah. I give y'all the illustrious, the award-winning. <laughs> we can talk about those awards, okay. the magnificent uh, Nico Flow. <laughs> Nico Flow. So you're saying Nico Flow? Yeah. Yeah, because his last name is indeed Flowers. <laughs> yes, I actually thought I was messing your last name up. See, I was thinking of Zay Flowers, oh, dude. the wide receiver. Uh, come on, Baltimore <laughs> and I thought, exactly. And yeah. I kept thinking he was Nico Flowers. So when I said yeah. Nico and almost called you Flowers, yeah. I thought I was messing your name up. <laughs> so that's why the intro didn't make any sense because you just uh, watched I was that. like, oh, I almost uh, called you Flowers. You're like, uh, Negro, my name is Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> you were watching that Miami Dolphin clip, though. Is that what, you, what happened? Yeah, I was? Think, I that think was the so. receiver from. I think so. Thanks yes. for the bailout. All right, bro. Let's let's jump into this thing yeah. real quick. Um, Getting into radio is not easy. Now I'm uh I, I can't say we. I'm gonna get this out of the way now. I gotta stop saying we because I'm a civilian now. <laughs> but uh, but I know I, we we both know the history. What was that first catalyst that made you one, one go to school for it? Because a lot of people don't go to school yeah. for it, and the yeah. people who do go to school for it don't end up 
I hate saying it, having successful Didn't you go to careers. school for it? I did not, no. Oh, okay. No. Uh, I don't even think I've looked at my degree <laughs> since I got it. Mm. But what, what was that What was that thing, man? What made you want to go to school for, for media and journalism and, and go the radio route as opposed to you know being a TV and movie star where all of the accolades and the awards and people respect it? Because you know, you know the disrespect we get on the radio side. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny that you asked that. That's a great question, too, to kick it off, because I, I did not think I was going into radio. I, it was never on my, my, my radar at all. Uh, I grew up, I'm a music head, grew up in a household where music was always being played. I grew up, I'm, I'm such an old head, mm-hmm. you know, like even when I was like in my teenagers years, I would, uh, listen to like Anita Baker, Luther Vandross, um, Patti LaBelle, you know, mm-hmm. and there's some gospel mixed in. You know, I was the young kid that like had so much soul. I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out where he grew up just from the music that he's listed. So I'm not getting West Coast at all. No, no, no. no. I mean, Freddie Jackson. And yeah. I mean, I can go Ooh, on and so on. We're moving up the Mason Dixon. <laughs> yeah. So are you from up top? I'm from North Carolina. All right, yeah, almost on the cusp of like North. Right, you're right, right there. Right, you're right there. there. Okay. Y'all, y'all so, still the South. So we, so we, we country, but we got a little, we got a little. Got a little a lot of people team. from New York moved there too. So it's, it's. I think it's that good in between. Okay. So I uh, grew up just listening to music. Um, and music was just my life. My dad's a big music head. My mom's a big music head. And so, um. Everybody just assumed, I guess, besides myself, that I, that's what I would do. But actually, in actuality, I did want to be an actor. Um, I did. Oh, television was my my site. Yeah, okay. television was my site. I was I was super sold that I, I knew I was going to be in entertainment early. I remember I had a class project in high school, and it was uh, for uh, small business and marketing class. And I remember I wrote out a whole. Agenda about what it was going to look like for me, and and radio was not it. Mm-hmm. It was it was acting. It was actually um, it, it was a little bit of music because it was also owning my own record label. Okay, but not talking to people <laughs> <laughs> like that, <laughs> like that. All right, so what happened? Then where did where did radio smack you in the face? Um, I, I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, um, which I, I believe that is where I really became who I am today. It, yeah. it raised me, Charlotte, as a man. It grew me. Um, I tell people all the time that's where uh, I met my now wife. That's where we had our our kids. That's where my career began. So, so that's, that's so, so where, the, basically his wife made him into the man. That he is. Actually, that's, that's really what we're saying. And yes, that's what we're saying. Because let me tell you, funny story. Funny story. And we just had this conversation. I was, um, like I said, I was, I was going the acting route. I had actually, um, started auditioning for different things. Mm-hmm. And then, um, because again, I listened to a lot of music and I like to talk to people, just not, not on air. And so what happened was one morning, it was like 5 a.m. It was like that, that Sunday evening. My wife said, Hey, I want you to go with me, um, to the dentist office, mm-hmm. um, because I don't know. She, I was like, okay. At the time, we weren't even married. We so that was just a random. That was just a random question. It was a random question. She was like, "Hey, uh, what you got to do tomorrow?" Boom, boom, boom. I I want you to go with me to a dentist appointment. I said, "Okay, what time is the dentist appointment?" She was like six a.m. She's plotting. Oh, it, listen, no. it did not dawn on me. She's plotting. I don't know what I was thinking. Now looking back, I was like, "You was a that, setup. Was, that was a terrible. You was, you that, was, you that was a terrible." Um, way to get me to go, but I'm I'm even more crazy for even believing it. And In going. the words of the late great John Witherspoon. You was whipped. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, I said, I, so I'm going to go and sit with you to go get your teeth cleaned at 6 a.m. Right, cool. Bro. So that's what I did. Um, but it was funny because the crazy part is um, 
there is uh, a radio station, CBS Radio, mm-hmm. in the same building as the dentist office. So dentist mm-hmm. office on below, the pl- and then dentist. the whole second floor is the radio station. Okay. Now, I knew that because okay. um, in the past I had won some things from the radio. Isn't it crazy? Really? Now, like on this oh, side, oh, I would I've on. never met in real life anyone that won a radio yeah, contest. Really? That won a radio contest? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. How the about first that? thing I ever won on radio was in 2000. I won the Country Grammar album and the Get I literally the never knew that. So you I, just, I just didn't know you never yeah, that. That was, I didn't that was know. All right, so wow. Too. So two people. Oh, yeah, right. Country Grammar album. And the yeah. funny, so this is the funny thing. Um, one thing that I've noticed is that most of the jocks that I've come in contact with mm-hmm. that have had careers longer than three, five years always won something. Are you serious? Five, at least five years prior to ever getting in the radio. Y'all and Publishers Clearinghouse winners are unicorns. Oh, no. <laughs> you got two of them sitting right here. Yeah, two right. of them. Hey, buy your lot tickets, I still have yes. yet to yes. meet a Publishers Clearinghouse. Claiming it right yeah. now. <laughs> now. But yeah. I need to okay. knock at the door. What? Um. <laughs> so what, 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 what happened when you guys, I know you, you just like, hey, babe, I'm going to be right back. What do you need to say, babe? Because no, y'all want to get bro, like we, the So floor. we were in the little uh, forum area and at the time, I, I'm originally from Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, one of the the air holes, which is Tone X, um, he's toured with Monique. He's done a lot. Of, he's he was on a Monique show. He's been a writer for her. He rides her and Ronnie Perry. They're mm-hmm. like a three team. And um, when she buzzed, I, again, I wasn't thinking. She buzzed, and uh, he came down. I was like, "Well, this is strange." Like the dentist office is literally right like behind us. <laughs> Man, come to find out. She had reached out. This was before like Instagram. I'm aging myself now. This is before Instagram. This is like Facebook was going, but Facebook wasn't like it wasn't like Facebook and like that. Yeah. And so she, uh, we went up there, and what she did is she reached out to the um, one of the talent, which is Janine Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still in radio to this day, and and said, "Hey, my 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 boyfriend will really love to." I would really like for him to check this out and shadow you guys to see if there's something he'd be interested in. So wait, 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 wait. So was there ever a discussion about this between you and your girlfriend? No, no it was a setup, bro. No. Oh, so she pretty much just ran your life. She yeah, was like, yeah. oh, you going to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just in the in my head, yes. I, I literally no, just picture like a mom you. and a 10-year-old kid. It's like, I want my son to do this. <laughs> to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think for her, she what put- is her name? She deserves a name. Shout Queen out to- B. Yeah, Queen B. Queen B. Straight up. What is what's her Janice. Janice. Yeah. What up, Alpha Janice? Yeah. Just, ah, just, yes. Alpha and Now, that Alpha. doesn't mean you're a beta, but no, I'm just saying. No, no. Just, no, just, it was really cool. Yeah. It was some friendships, though. I can actually say when you get a power couple where you got two alphas, though, because mm-hmm. that's what you're rocking with with them two, it's it's amazing yeah, to see. Yeah, I wouldn't like, want to be in that house, too. It's, long, it's rare. <laughs> There's a whole lot of rams going on. Nah, I mean, rams. Yeah, it. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. We have our moments. Uh, okay, hey, you're married. That's what I'm, I'm creative, yeah. so you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I give so her wow. all the crazy ideas, and she's the one to be like, "Yeah, 
okay, but not no how. Right. You know what I'm saying? So she has to she has to mold. So you're about my stuff. Yeah, yeah. She definitely has to mold my stuff. But we shadowed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I shadowed, set up there, loved it so much, set up there during the morning show. Uh, Loved it so much. Uh, Asked them, could I come back? And then they and they let me come back one more day mm-hmm. uh, that following week, and then I said, "Can I come back again?" <laughs> and they hit me with that, "Yeah, no, uh, you need you can't just be up here because then, like, <laughs> right, right, you, yeah. we ain't got no paperwork on you, like, because <laughs> right. if we ask you to go get something off the printer." And you ain't working for us, oh, that's, right. yeah. and you're not an intern. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's not a good look. So yeah. lawsuits, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they said, "Hey, man, just go to school for it if it's really something you want to do." So I end up finding a, a a really good radio school that a lot of people went to that they suggested in Charlotte. Um, and Charlotte, were there ever any? Right? Yeah, were there any, yeah. any drips of radio throughout your life at all? Like some almost led you to radio, or anywhere where radio might have been trying to get your attention yeah. at all? I think growing up now, uh, I remember as a kid, we would drive to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, because it's only like 45 minutes to an hour from Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would we would drive there, and I can remember vividly sitting in the back seat, listening to the radio, and listening to Walt Baby Love. Uh-huh. Um, and he had a countdown. Mm-hmm. And to this day, that is like in brain, that's like stuck mm-hmm. in my mind, yeah, yeah. and didn't realize how much of an impact listening to him and what he did uh, made and did for me years before. But that I think that is the only thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because a lot like, of people I, love music and like music. I want to ask you this question. Yeah. Because me and my, we used to do this. Me and my brothers, we we had the Wells Brothers show where we had two cassette players. Yes, sir. We would play the songs off of one into the microphone of the other one. Yeah. And we would do our little fake breaks and then oh, we would play another so song. Played radio. Yeah. And we would we would recreate. Cool. I still got the cassette tape That's from some dope. of the ones we used that to do. Dope. That's super and dope. I never thought about it. Like we, I was eight, nine, ten years old doing that. Yeah. yeah. And then in two thousand, I don't know how old was I in two thousand Fourteen, fifteen, whatever that was, that was uh, you know the country gram. So like there was so much space See, in between. You the were a cooperating participant. Like your yeah, story, how yeah. your wife just randomly like. Don't <laughs> <laughs> that sound like me? It sounded to me like look. No. I was like, you know what? I've been sending you. Come in, nigga. Just, 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 <laughs> just go on. I've been trying to give you bits and pieces. I'm sending you a whole. Yeah, exactly. God's like, are you ain't listening? You whole person, right? See that person? Yeah, that's one thing I can say about about Janisto. Like I've I've watched her in so many situations where she can see what needs to happen and then she just. Makes it happen. Mm. She saw him pussyfooting, and right. she was like, "Nah, bro, nah, you ain't finna yeah, be doing that with yeah. me. You, you're finna get to it." And she mm. made it happen. That's yeah. that's kind of how she functions. It's 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 a beautiful thing, man. Um, and it makes me be, especially with having kids now. I am mm. very conscious of what I say and what I put them around. You know what I mean? Because it's in the back of my mind thinking that, I mean, somebody did it for mm-hmm. me without me even knowing it mm-hmm. or with me sitting in the back seat of my mom's car I didn't realize that I would that would be something that would just stay with me forever you know years mm-hmm. later so um, I'm very conscious of that with my kids so now you but you were in secular radio yeah right so yeah. what you just said about your kids mm-hmm. did that have anything to do at all with the decision to go from secular to gospel radio, or was that really just a career move? <laughs> uh, they, it, it was. It wasn't a me move. It was like I just felt uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, let's unpack that. Yeah, yeah. I felt really, really, really uncomfortable. Um, I remember uh, the first three stations I worked at were all secular. Mm-hmm. Um. One of them was, you know, R and B. So that felt a little better. That mm-hmm. felt a little better for me. But at the time, to be honest with you, I was out. 
I was yeah. living, mm-hmm. you know, I was real fleshy, you know what I'm saying? So, I was Mr. We fleshy. All we all I was were. Mr. Fleshy. So, it, it didn't mind. I was just having this conversation. Uh, it's funny because on New Year's Eve, I can remember my New Year's Eves up to a certain point. And every New Year's Eve, I'll be in the club. Mm-hmm. Hosting mm-hmm. or either just participating, sure. and I remember one one New Year's Eve in particular. I am a cologne man, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of colognes. Okay. It's my thing. What's your favorite? Oh, oh boy. Uh, let's see. Let's see. That is a hard question. That's a very you hard got question one for different. I, of, and that's no, what I right. am. No, that, for different. You know scratch that. That's an unfair question. I got one. For, one. I just wear one. Oh, you good? What do you wear? Like, Burberry is it? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right, you can't go. All right, so get all right. Here you go. Going out to dinner. Wait, wait, wait. Y'all got multiple colognes y'all run through. Oh yeah, bro. Are I'm, you going to dinner? What What are you wearing? But going to a, a, a formal dinner. What are you wearing? Oh, you know what? I like um formal dinner. I like um Chanel for men. Okay, it's, going to a business meeting. What are you wearing? Wait, Channel Ooh, makes cologne for men. I'm, bro, they, they I'm, do. I'm lost. All right, well, we're putting you on game. I guess. <laughs> so I got a business um, meeting. What are you business doing? Business meeting, I'm either doing, depending on what color I'm wearing. But okay. if I'm, if I'm, because I'm, I'm like that black, I'm doing like a polo black. What? Or I'm doing, a, a, or I'm doing a, a, a Gucci black. Oh, okay, there we go. I'm now, doing that's, Gucci. That's the, that's the power color. Yes. All right, uh, you're going yes. to the gym. Oh, I'm going to the gym? Wait a minute. Wait, okay, so if I'm going to the gym, the gym bro? now here's the thing. I got high low. So if I'm going to the gym, I have I'm a big I'm a big candle guy, right? Okay. I, I love candles. Uh shout out to uh Bath and Body Works. It gets a lot of my money. Um I, just, I have a closet full of candles. It's crazy. Okay. Um but if I do the graphite, I, I I keep body spray on me. Yeah, that makes all sense. Time. Makes sense. So for the, for the gym, I keep body spray. Bath and Body Works body spray. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cuz that's a yeah, yeah. easy. But I tell you people will sleep Le Coq Sportif. Oh, well, we'll say Le Coq. Le Coq. We'll yeah, say Le Coq. Yeah, because yeah. Le, yeah, Le Coq going to the gym doesn't really sound right. right. So no, Le Coq no, 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 actually no, no. is not that I, bad. I don't, I don't wear it, wait, but I smell wait, it. Wait, and wait, it makes no, sense for the for gym. Real. I need y'all to chill. Both you Negroes, uh-huh. uh, and my life is tight as y'all are, and yeah. I don't know any. What are y'all doing right <laughs> now, bro? This is not a conversation. I'm like, hey, what are you wearing? I feel like I've been manning wrong. You can't go with post-war. All right, so and then your everyday. What's your everyday? My everyday? Oh man! Um, just I'll, 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 I'll tell you. I tell you, and this is real old school. And honestly, I Boy, if you say I, don't let your car I'm actually noir. no, no. It's it is. I'm telling you, it's, well, it's, what very, it's real basic. For the fall and the winter, okay. I go with a more spice. Okay. So I told you this is the thing, Which John. Is what? Uh, I my it's Calvin Klein obsession. No, no. I mean, so here's the deal. Calvin Klein obsession is one of those where when you smell it, you're like, okay, it's dated, yeah, but it's classic. Yeah, like, it's you, classic. you accept it. Like you, you're like, you'll never catch a young person yeah. wearing Calvin Klein obsession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. someone like me, I'd be like, I'm like, all right, but I get it. Yeah, type that, of thing. That's how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah. And now I got into mixing, so I mix, so I mix. See, I haven't. And I'm gonna tell yet. y'all right now. I walk around here smelling like normally. a flowery garbage truck. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you yeah, gotta know I'm how to do it. Mixed. You gotta know how to do it. Yeah, Johnny, it's Johnny, a thing. It's a thing. What's going on right now, it's bro? Welcome to the next level listen, of manhood. I'm only. so lost listen. right now, <laughs> hey, bro. Thought, listen, I'm like, man, give me some nice I, threads. I, you I, know I, what I'm saying? I'm good. I literally just got for Christmas. My wife brought me another cologne shelf because I was over. So can I introduce you to two? Maybe yes, please. introduce you. I don't know. Please. So for just dinner, okay, dinner or any kind of, you just want to smell grown. Yeah. So it can be even every day, but you're going to be smell grown. You just want to smell grown. Yeah. Right. Or a nice dinner doesn't have to be formal. Prada Luna Rosa. Okay. Bruh. Okay. Prada Luna Rosa. Bruh. Bruh. Okay. Bruh. Okay. 
you might wear that. And your wife be like, where are you going? Yeah. I'm going out. They're going to be women here? Yeah. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So Prada, Luna Rosa. And then, I lie to you not, I'm not making this up. Yeah. A really nice everyday. It's a really good gym one. Bath and Body Works. Um, Stone. I've seen Stone. It smells great. Stone. Yep. There Stone. you go. Boom, boom. I do have a Bath and Body Works uh, mist spray. Okay. And I keep now, my book back. I don't ever want to know when you're wearing stone. We don't need to know that. No. Like, no. like I'm spraying yeah. on yeah. stone today. Yeah. yeah. Pause. But, yeah. 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 So, anyway. All right. So, back, back to your. I love it. All right, man. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There we go. Man, that's my own heart. There, <laughs> there you go. Let's bring, let's bring, bring, bring Johnny back into the I don't know what's happening. This is amazing, guys. I was about to leave. I just feel like I don't even need to be here no more. What just happened? All right. So, we were talking about the move from. <laughs> from some secular to gospel. Is that yeah. what we were talking about? <laughs> yeah. You guys are starting to make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm assuming well, this. So this is the thing. You always, like, Stone has this slight frustration sometimes, like, when he'll say something and I just know something about everything. <laughs> Y'all just rock me. Because I, like, I, <laughs> oh. I didn't know that that was a. We just schooled him. That's yes, a, a top to five clone of a That's gym, difficult to do. Gym cologne? What? Absolutely, man. I, I didn't know. I'm, I'm yeah, out, man. I'm hey, out you don't ride around with something in the car. My Burberry's in. The, so I here's only the deal. Here's Burberry, the deal bro. with the gym. Now seat. you're not going to the gym to smell like cologne. Like you're not. Okay. It's just a. Because at the end of the day, you're walking by someone. Everyone has a whiff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want your whiff to be somewhat pleasant. So it's just a whiff. You ain't going in there smelling like you're going to a club or someone. That's that's on some creepy crap. See, I ain't, I ain't, never, yeah, thought, I ain't nah. never thought like that. I just, just take, I just take showers before it, I go, go places. The, yeah. <laughs> Make sure I'm clean. Yeah, I mean shower, but you know, it's <laughs> just. But it is nice. You don't you don't have to do it. I mean, it's I'm, just nice if you do walk by and there's a pleasant right, yeah. thing. Women do it all the time, and I love it. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, there's been dudes that walk by and they're like, okay, I'm like, oh. All right, Paul. All right. What's, what's that? No, no, because you you sitting here like, all right, this this fool. Like, no, oh, can I okay. tell you? Like yesterday, literally. Hey, I don't remember the last time this happened, but yesterday, I, I can't remember what store I was in. I was in a store, and I was in the grocery store, and the guy turned the gross the, the corner to go mm-hmm. to the next aisle, and would you believe, like his whiff, mm-hmm. like hit me in the face, and I came close mm-hmm. to it being like, brother, what are you wearing? Or but here's the thing, <laughs> I don't normally I don't even tell people right because sure. I know some people don't tell right, yeah, yeah. but. I want to just go out to the road like, bro, that 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 smells good. Yeah. You know, and I think being secure with yourself. Like, bro, it's just a compliment. Good, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I do. I was like, I too, I, amazing. I'll be like, dude, what you rocking? Yeah. Something like that. You know, people are like, oh, what is that? That was that beautiful scent you're wearing, sir. You don't do that. But. Mm. No, you don't. No, you can't. Yeah, do that. just do what you want. That just awesome. That right. comes weird. So it's I'm amazing. assuming. Yes. That it made you feel uncomfortable. This is a spiritual thing. Yes. Am I getting it? Yes. So, because the reason why, because we, we have a big thing about where music is today. Yep. Um, it's a huge soapbox of mine. A mine's for a bunch of reasons. Mm-hmm. Just what gets in, it, it affects behavior and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, it's definitely more than just like the Christianese speak. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a thing. So, what is it about it that made you feel uncomfortable and. And why gospel too? Because I got a little story on that. Why I felt okay. uncomfortable in gospel. <laughs> uh, we can talk about that too. Sure. Uh, These aren't on the so, list, but they're getting uncovered. <laughs> so, um, okay. So I was like I said, I was working at a, a couple of hip hop stations at mm-hmm. the time. I was very fleshy, didn't mind it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean everything. I mean I were you know repeat. I literally live. Don't get yourself in trouble now, now. Okay. No, um, you look, if you lying, if you don't say you know send it and feel good and taste good. I mean yeah, at the end, it, of the day, yeah. You know, and like, I meant what I said. Right? Yeah. Like let me tell you something. When I when I was hosting when I was hosting clubs, I literally I mean let's be I'm be honest. I would I would drink to get drunk. Sure. And I just my mouth was just outrageous. And I had the microphone, so it was just like sure. 
you know the whole thing you ain't saying nothing new and um and that's why i got on the cologne thing because the cologne i remember one particular new year's eve mm-hmm. one particular cologne i remember the smell okay and I remember that whole night. And when I smelt that cologne the other day, because I still have it, uh, I was like, man, this takes me back to New Year's Eve. I was going to say, you some flashbacks. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I literally see myself in the club like, whoever had it on, he just walked up to the dude like, shit. I was like, brother, get away from me. Oh, this takes me back. That's funny. That made me cuss. That's funny. So, yeah. But no, that's why I brought up the cologne thing. Because, like, again, it takes me through a different time period each thing I wear like you know Mm so um no it just became uncomfortable to the point where I didn't the music just made me feel bad like it just made me feel bad um I just got tired of the same they were talking about the same exact things and because I was growing it it was like I was almost growing it was like you almost grow out of a pair of shoes yeah you do you know what I mean and and that's how um that was happening and then I remember (laughs) I remember because when I had to do breaks breaks in radio are when we talk Mm -hmm. um and I remember uh, I would turn down the music mm-hmm. when the music was playing, and I would just turn it up like maybe thirty seconds before my break. Had you? And I just got real edgy. Like believe real, it or not, we all do that, right? right. Yeah. 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 It's that bad. And yeah. so, and one one thing I wanted to, as believers and stuff, like for some reason we like to separate the two, and they're not. Is like we're we're talking about vibrations and frequencies here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like energy. you're literally an yeah. energy and all of that stuff. So that stuff affects you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just so the moment we be like, oh, I love the Lord. All of a sudden, vibrations, frequencies, and energy don't make any sense. I don't understand. I never, I never got that mindset. Yeah. But that's really what you're talking about. Yeah. That's like, one of the things that mo- most of us in, in media understand that better than everybody because we're so you're dealing with we're that. so you're literally dealing news, with frequencies, music, everything all day. <laughs> yeah. Like when we take when you take a break from work, you take a break. Like people yeah. always wonder like when we don't when we're not at work and it's like why are you not talking a lot it's like bro I talk for a living I don't feel come like on right like it's, it's I, I don't feel like talking to nobody because yes. it's part of what you do and you yeah. intake so much so yes. much of the energy from people yes. the stories the celebrities you're doing interviews it, with it. all of that stuff weighs on your lifestyle so but that's I was just going to say you got to feel heavy oh dude sometimes. oh bro funny you said weight yeah. I was thinking that you got to feel heavy you, you feel very heavy you know and I think that played a part if I could be honest like I'm a big advocate for mental health mm-hmm. I've been very transparent about my struggles with mental health and uh that was something that definitely played a part Absolutely, in everything. Absolutely, I can see that. It was like too heavy. I was like, man, I can't deal. I can't be inspired. If you talking about your girl shaking her, yeah. you know, like in a club, like this is not doing it for me anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. And, and and instead of me, it wasn't really me. It was a um, it was my move to Atlanta that really pulled me out. Okay. Um, accidentally. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what it was. Gotcha. Yeah. That's always one part of it. The second part of it is the people that you have to deal with. Mm. There's industry politics across every form of entertainment. We talk about it in music all the time. Radio, surprisingly enough, there's so much red tape and politics that we have to deal with. The different people that have their finger on the button of your future, so to speak, in a lot of cases. That, coupled with everything that you just said. Yeah, yeah. How did both of those affect you, and did that actually lead to that breaking point to say, "Listen, I gotta, I, I gotta make that swap right now," or were you able to compartmentalize it? Because I'll be honest with me, the reason why I gave up doing the stuff at WSB mm-hmm. and like only did Kiss stuff because the the stuff that I was having to do with those particular shows it was eating at me, dude. Like I couldn't, mm. I couldn't go home and talk to my family. 
knowing that I had just written content for some of the shows I was working on. Mm. And when you have to balance that duality that you live with, it forces you to a fork. You either decide to stick with it because of the yeah. passion for the medium yeah. or it forces you to break. Which yeah. which one? Did you balance it? Did you compartmentalize it? Or was that your breaking point? Uh, I, I tried to balance it as, as much as I could until it became a breaking point. Okay. Um. Yeah. So for me, I, I tried to like, you know, I would I, I would go to church, you know, Sunday, whatever like that. Uh, and I found myself getting more connected in that. But then I would know that this is a job. So, yeah, I would uh, compartmentalize it. Um, but I, I kind of kept it separate for a while. I kind of kept um, and that was tough. And I'm gonna tell you something. It was really tough, especially when you work for a secular mm-hmm. station, if you will, because I was still getting asked to do certain things. I was still, again, being around the music so much um, that it was hard because it, it was like when I wasn't there, I would be listening to something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I knew uh, it was really changing when my verbiage changed. Uh, I literally, I don't know, y'all. Like it's crazy to this day. I literally. Like the, the my words start changing. Like sure. the the way I interacted with people at my job at the time, they mm-hmm. they knew something was different. They was like, Are you 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 different. Like you're not engaged with a lot of the stuff that you used to be engaged with, or I could tell that you're moving differently and stuff like that. So for me, it was about balancing because I still needed that check. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's yeah. For me, it was no, I balance. Feel like, I feel like it was like that for me at social death. Mm. Yeah, I really do. If I'm going to be honest with you, yeah, because like half the times when like when they went to the clubs, I didn't go. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, every once in a while, like Eddie or someone's, like, hey, we rolling here, you rolling? I'd be like, nah. Or and if I'm at Southside, I'll just stay at Southside. But I never on purpose tried to engage and get into. It. And it wasn't anything against them. And I don't mm-hmm. even know if I consciously was. Well, no, I was consciously mm-hmm. trying to keep mm-hmm. a balance between the two. You know what I mean? Because that lifestyle was all over there. So there's no hate on them at all. But I never felt. <clears throat> Accepted, if you will. I never felt mm. a part of it, mm. but it's because I didn't allow myself to be a part of it. But mm. I felt that for mm. sure. And there were some times where I just felt left out, and and me and JD's um, relationship was always surface level. Mm-hmm. You know, we never really had any kind of real conversations. But he never got that kind of connection from me. Mm-hmm. I was there, I did my job, and I left. Oh, we hang, <clears throat> we going here, Stone. We going here, Stone. Uh, uh. It got to the point where you ain't even asked Stone, yeah, because you knew he wasn't doing it. So. Right. There's a good, there's a good and a bad to it, and once it kept me kind of separate. But then in this business, yeah, especially in Atlanta, everything was so clickish for a minute. I wasn't, oh, I was never is. a part of anyone's click. Mm. I was never a part of anyone's click, so I always felt a little bit like an outsider. Yeah, which yeah. is always, which is why I always wanted to make my mark as the publishing guy because that's yeah. that's money in music. Everyone needs to know it. Yeah, I want to be the expert at it. Yeah. so I just built my own thing, literally. Man, listen, and then everybody I mean, wanted to be a part of your clique. Yeah, and sometimes it's a lonely. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it's a lonely world. Yeah, and if you don't have good self confidence, you can feel like you're not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and all that stuff. But you just have to know that. Look, I just have a different standard. Not saying higher or lower. It's just a different mm-hmm. standard. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah man. <laughs> I, I completely agree. I, listen, I'm listen. I knew, um, I knew. When I had got let go from, can we can we say where? Yeah, we can talk so about it. when I when I got let go of Kiss mm-hmm. uh, on December fourth, twenty twenty. Um, oh, he remembers the date. I was going to say that. it was Jay Z's birthday. Yeah, I was going to say. Hey, like, let me got, tell y'all we got something. dates. I was about to sit back and let them unpack. I'm let, like, me, <laughs> let me let me tell y'all something. Like I block them dates out. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> that day I remember that day very well. It was a Friday, 
And as it normally is, yours was a Friday. Friday? Yeah, well, I guess not. <laughs> was yours not? <laughs> so was your normal. I guess not. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Mine was a Wednesday. Yeah, so, so at least, it, come on, at least give me a Friday. It was come a on Friday now. at one, no, and the moon was in the full orbit. Of yeah, the mine was a Wednesday. I was on the beach in Florida on Thursday morning. Come on, <laughs> man! You got fired remotely? No, 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 no. We did oh. this. It was one of the. Oh, I was so mine's say. different. I don't mean to cut yours yeah. off. Mine was different. I'm not going to talk about mine because I technically still can't talk about it. But uh, I think what ended up happening, I was going to quit anyway, mm. and I had already let the date kind of slip to a couple of people, and I mm. think it got back yeah. that I was going to be leaving. Yeah. So instead of allowing me to get to that date, which was like four weeks they, away, they, they, right. they did they it. Kind of did. They did it. Which again did me a favor because yeah, I was like, yeah. "Well, shoot, I ain't got to fight for the severance. Exactly. I get all the packages. I, I get yeah. And exactly. I, at the time, CBS was the only station I had worked for, so I had. 10 years at the time yeah. building with them okay. so when I when I left there, like I said we left I went yeah. to I went to Gwen's office because her office with the agency was still down here mm-hmm. I went straight there and I was like uh, we'll go to the beach tomorrow and when she got off we went to Florida and that was okay. the start of my vacation so yeah, yeah I did not get a Friday I got that that I walked in and let me do the show mm-hmm. got the guessing did all of that stuff and then Magically, the host of the show was missing like after the meeting, like nobody was around, right, and right. I had a private meeting. So that's you know, mine was a little different than yours. So yours December fourth, twenty twenty. December fourth, twenty twenty. Um, I I remember because I did like a I did like this uh this package. It was a Jay Z package. Mm-hmm. I got permission from our uh program director at the time. And uh, I said, hey, you know, tomorrow's Jay-Z birthday. We should do something for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I went home. I put like did this like Jay-Z little mesh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we gave away tickets. But I wanted the people to name the the, the different Jay-Z songs. Mm-hmm. So I remember that day. So anyway, I uh, got laid off that day. Um, you know how they do. You know, they separate you and mm-hmm. they conquer. Um, the And then I didn't work until September 17th of 2021. But in that time period, I learned the biggest thing I took out of that time period was to wait. I was very, very uh, cautious of what I said yes to uh, as far as, uh, you know, of course, as as men or as a, as a human in general, especially men, uh, you, you, you're like trained to work. Mm-hmm. You're trained to provide. And so gentlemen I, under the age of 25, <laughs> please listen to what Nico just said. <laughs> Can you repeat that, Nico, please? Uh, yes. As men. Yes, as men, you are trained to work. You are trained to provide no, for you are, your household. You are expected to work. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that <laughs> too. You know. Yeah. And so, uh, but again, my wife was amazing. She really, she really uh, was very hard on me about not accepting anything. Don't rush into anything. I like Jimmy's. And And we're good. And she was like, <laughs> no, we're good. She was like, we're good. Uh I gotta and, do something real quick. Yeah, since y'all like kicked me out of so much of this interview with that little cologne break we took. Yeah, get a little Johnny salty. Over. I rem- well I'm a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I got so obviously so this is the thing. In, 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 and it happens in just about every job. Yeah. But it's really special in radio how they do it when they let somebody go. They immediately send that mass email out with the yeah. wishing them their best on the future. Did you get my email? I got your email. Yo, that was before I called you. God, no, yeah, you should have so, screenshot. I would love to have that email, man. <laughs> Come on, somebody, uh, you, you can't even go back. I'm tired. I'm not in no more. <laughs> oh, I no. asked you like three weeks ago. So this is the thing. When I got the email, I called Nico immediately, mm-hmm. and I mean it was because they, they wait till you like out the building. I'm pretty sure they had his key cards and all that stuff, so that you can't get to <laughs> people and all that. I was coming in to do an air shift. I think at the time. 
I think I was sitting in for Might have been uh, Diamond I think I was coming in For Diamond that day Um, And nobody was in the studio It was like I was getting out of that quick And all of that Um, So I called you And the reason why I'm inserting myself into this Because I remember saying The same thing to you That Janice said I told you I was like listen this was supposed to happen because mm-hmm. me and him, me and Nico had had a bunch of conversations about just the dissonance and the discomfort and just like not feeling like the fit was right, but like something bigger was there. Like both of us was feeling mm-hmm. the same way. And nice. I told him, I was like, man, I already see what's happening because I, I was plugged into a lot of the bosses that hadn't gotten fired yet. So I knew a lot of stuff that was happening around. I said, there's some pieces that are about to move and there's some spots that's about to open. And one of those spots is going to be yours. I don't know how you're going right. to end up in it. But whatever you do, take this time, sleep, right? chill, play with the babies, and you're going to get a phone call. Just wait for the phone call. And I, I remember saying that. And we, we were on the phone for like an hour. Like, I remember, I, was, I told you to hold on. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I didn't yeah. record a few breaks. Like, I voice tracked right, like two hours right, so we could talk. Yeah. And we were just talking. And I was just like, man, I, when you run into a talent like this, you see when the industry's doing some suppression sure. on on their growth, and it was just one of those things. Like when we first met, I was just like, "Bro, why are you here?" Russell Wilson, but yeah, facts. <laughs> and it, it didn't make sense because the opportunity to do so. I mean, but we, yeah. we saw opportunities even in in yeah. CMG where both of our skill sets could have been maximized more than what they were, and they weren't. And I was just like, "Bro, it's it's gonna be a time where." They're going to squeeze everything out of you. So mm-hmm. take this time to rest because when you get that phone call, you ain't going to get another break for Go. a while. And let's have a little drop of honesty and truth here. And that is hindsight being 2020, it's easy to say, oh, everything happens for a reason. Sure. Oh, just be patient. There's a plan. Oh, it's, gonna, da, da, da. it's easy to say that after it happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when you're going through that, you don't feel like there's no plan. I feel like there's no plan. Yeah, I agree. I had to keep people around me, and I had a lot of phone conversations in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to keep people around me that was going to keep me encouraged. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, like you could say, well, I'm good. But then when you, you know, when you used to, when you ain't got nothing to do, you're trying to find hobbies and stuff like that. Like, you'd be like, man, I ain't got nothing to do out here. Like, what am I? I'm just out here. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like I'm here. But God, you told me to be still. And that was the biggest thing. I'll be still all day. Man, listen. Listen. It's funny you say that. I, um, (laughs) I was, it was so rough. It was so hard to be still. It was so hard to be still. um, Because again, social media uh, does not help in the situation because you see all your colleagues, you see everybody still moving. You see boss moves being made. You still hirings and promotions. And I'm just like on the sideline, on the bench, like, but what about me? Like, I can do that. I know I can do that better than them. I remember, and this is, this is crazy because I remember, I got so, what's the word I'm looking for? I got so uh, impatient. Impatient. There you go. I got so impatient that I was like, man, because I ain't getting no, ain't get no phone calls. Yeah. I ain't getting no phone calls. Like, I'm about to go do something different. So I just literally start looking at outside of radio, outside of media stuff, and I, I'm not going to say the job, but it was it was a different job because I wanted to do something to help people, and it was a, it was a really good job, uh, and I, I I went on the interview. Went on the interview, end up hit me back, say, hey, we would love to have you, boom, 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 cool. Um, I remember I got the uh, the letter of acceptance on that Friday. They said, please let us know so we can go ahead and get your background check, boom, 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 and everything on that following week. I remember sitting down on the floor, looking at the email, and was like, I'm not supposed to take this job. 
the money was right, but I'm not supposed to take this job. And I knew that they were going to hit me up on Monday because they were expecting me. Man, I was like, okay, so if I send this email over the weekend and say I'm not going to take the position, I can't get it back. Mm-hmm. That was the moment <laughs> yeah. that I, I remember. I was super in my feelings. That was the moment that once I hit send on that email, I knew that I'm completely leaving everything in God's hands. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to insert myself into anything that's going to take me from the path of my purpose. Whew. And so when I that's pushed crazy. that button, I said, well, just lost that opportunity. That was a check. That, a nice ooh, check. That's hard. That was, it was really hard. And I remember, I felt like the bottom of the bottom. Because I was like, okay, you really want me to deny this? Like, what, this? I, what was the final piece of assurance to give you the courage to hit send on that email? If you can pinpoint it, it was. I might get to that. That might be the truth, though. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It had. It was me saying and me confirming that I was no longer going to do it my way. Okay. Because. I've always been, and I joke about it now, especially in radio. I remember, I mean, I should have, I was applying for jobs in Idaho, in Wyoming, <laughs> in Little City, Kansas. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have been Did doing that. Little City, Kansas? <laughs> like, I remember, I re- when I tell you, because, you know, I was so wanting to be in the business mm-hmm. that I would I would have accepted anything. Yep. And now, <laughs> looking back, my wife was like, you about to have us move where? <laughs> With who? I was like, it's a chick. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And so, That's one of the things that a lot of people yeah. don't know that comes with our business. Because even though it's an entertainment, most forms of entertainment, radio, I mean, uh, music, TV, film, like you can still have your home base and be stationary, but then you go work other places to come back. You have to go where the job is in oh, radio, man. which is a part of the reason why a lot of our careers end up getting stunted, especially those of us who have families. Absolutely. Because in order to get that next big gig, you got to go to small town Kansas. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like my, my wife was on me a lot about it too. She was like, you, you don't seem like you're being active enough. And I was like, there's a reason for that because I had six offers on the table. Mm. The biggest one was in Dayton, Ohio. Mm. Pete Spriggs was talking to me. He was like, yo, mm. you want to go run the stations? Because I was trying to get my first PD gig. Yeah. Then I want to take my wife and my son to Dayton, Ohio. Like, yeah. I, I went from Orlando to Atlanta to the top of the mountain. I'm going to go backwards to yeah. Dayton. Dayton's yeah. so side yeah, eyeing you right well, now. But, I mean, that's, but that's the thing. Like, for the city itself might be dope, but like industry wise, <clears throat> it's a blip on the radar for you what You didn't think what it was going to be the right fit for, for you, for your career, and for your family. And for the family. You got to take that into account. It's like, you got to look out. I'm, I have these people's lives in my hand. Yeah. Now, yeah. I can drag them along for just my dream and I can live my stuff out and they're going to be miserable, or I could do. We can do what Nico did yeah. and just sit still and, and wait for it. To, and that's to, what I was to trying to do because a lot of times in our podcast, we reach this moment, what I call a nugget moment, mm-hmm. which usually I, I think are nugget moments, but listeners be finding something else where they change their lives. Yeah, like, yeah. that changed your life? <laughs> yeah. But I'm tr- what I'm trying to do is make as tangible as possible, which may be impossible, mm-hmm. that moment of the leap of faith. Because we say that crap all the time. Leap of faith. You got to have faith. Follow your gut. Da, da, da. It, and, just, I, and I get it. There's I'm so sick of you much. wanting it to be a thing. No, no, no. It's not. It's not a thing. That's the thing. I don't want it to be a thing. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Also, don't want people to gloss over it uh, okay. and then chalk it up as yet another saying of, "Oh yeah, he just had faith." 
what the heck does that look like? What does that mean? And that's why I'm letting him tell that story. So, because they'll know what it means by how they feel. Right. Hearing his story, you know, hearing yeah, that story. So yeah. that's why I kept letting you roll, yeah, kept asking to yeah. dig into that because I don't want that to fall. Because you were in that, we've been in that moment. Yeah. We don't know what's next. This makes perfect sense. And I loved your honesty. You were like, I was all in my feelings. Yeah. And this makes perfect sense. But you were like, but something said. And that's where everything changes, yeah. that something <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you want something, here's a, here's a something for you. So during the time, I set out from December 4th to September 21st of 2021. And I remember there was one particular time that I was like, man, I'm just going to go do something, right? So I called up this this temp agency. And I was like, let me just go get some extra money. You know what I'm saying? Because at the time, I was making unemployment. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it was decent. And it, it, that during that time, we were I was getting stimulus checks from COVID, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Oh, we good." Like it was literally like God was like, "You're good." Like, but I was like, "Nah, this can leave and this can go." So thank you, I wise went, black man. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you. I, I was like, eh, you know, like eh, I like my number to be sent. Oh, so like, hear him uh, and hear him well. Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> and so I went, and y'all, this is crazy. I went to this this warehouse. And I was like, let me just make some little extra cash on the side. Bro, let me tell you something. Y'all bonding again. On the first, on the first or second day, no lie, I was doing, I was, I was going to pick up something and I about cut my whole finger off. Hmm. Like literally, this finger right here had to be sewed back. Oh dang. Like not the whole finger, but like right there. Right. It's it's still it's still numb. I can't feel anything right there. I took a picture. I'm telling blood everywhere. Right. Blood everywhere. And God sitting there like. I was like, you ain't supposed to be Exactly. You ain't supposed to be there. And I was now, like. Now, can I clear something? Look, God didn't cut his finger. So can no. we. People like, you know, God put me in that accident. God made that. No. He let it happen. He just let it happen. He was like, okay, you ain't listening again. Okay. This is what happens when you do it on your own. That was another sign. Um. So from there, I said, all right, I ain't working. Cause that was after I did the little thing, right? Mm. So, what happened next was I actually start serving. I started serving. So there was a radio state. There is a radio station very close to me. It's locally owned, um, and it's locally owned by a person that in the radio industry knows. So I'm gonna go ahead and put that person out there, Coco Brother. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So of course, Coco Brother used to be on Hot 107.9, mm-hmm. and he was with the Praise 102.5. He opened up his own radio station. Um, and I was like, man, if I'm gonna be sitting here, at least let me like, like, help with in something that I know I can do. And it was gospel, so I went. I I like blew him up. Well, I sent email and 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 went by the station and boom, boom, boom. Long story short, one day that he he was actually there, his wife walked in. When I was talking to him, never met this man in person before up sitting. His wife walked in and said, We was in the studio. Hey, it's this guy that's been texting and not texting, emailing about boom boom boom. And she started to go down the stuff. And he looks as like, the guy's here. That's him. And she was like, Whoa. Okay. And so for like that whole four months, I did four months. Four months I just served. Yeah. Four months I just served. I helped him um, 
program the station. Um, I helped do all types of stuff. Man. So you weren't getting paid? No. Just so people understand. I was not sir. getting paid. I was <laughs> wasn't not, getting paid. I was not getting paid. So you were an intern. <laughs> Pretty Essentially. much. Essentially. So you were intern. a valuable intern. Exactly. Like you actually went in there and brought value. Absolutely. To the, okay, I just wanted to yeah. make sure I understood yeah. that. I was okay. not getting paid. I was doing everything from putting signs on the road um, with the station logo on it, say, listen to, um, to, like I said, programming, to... Uh, little things, man. Just well, like, you weren't like I used to do this all the time. I got paid money. This is beneath me. You weren't like that. No. Wow. That's no. okay. I'm really learning something new yeah. here. This is awesome. I wasn't. I wasn't. Nigga, don't feed her this foolishness with this nut, <laughs> man. Don't do that. <laughs> don't feed it. I wasn't. I wasn't. It was cool, man. And um, this is great. I um, that season came to an end because I pretty much I felt like I had that release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To like. Go back to kind of like actively looking, okay. um, and then I start actively looking in like right after my birthday in August, and so with that, um, I start putting out some fillers and fillers, and then what Johnny said came to pass. Yeah, and so funny thing <laughs> is, funny. So funny. Johnny was a prophet, <laughs> prophetess, <laughs> prophet. Yes. So oh, the funny thing is, you baby. know, wait a minute. Here's here's, no. here's 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 a full here's a full circle. Here's a full circle for you. So, again, I just kind of chilled, right? I did not reach out to the company that I'm currently with. I don't know what it was. I didn't dis- I didn't sure. reach out to them. Yeah. I got a text message one day, and uh, this brother was there at the time. He was with me. He was at my house at the time. And it was from a executive producer at Radio 1 at the time, and he was like, yo, are you still are you still sitting right now? I was like, yeah. He was like, he's like, there's some there's some shifts coming. He was like, and and he was like, I, I hope you don't mind, but I've already kind of put you out there. And I was like, who are you to talk to? And what you about to have? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, you need to call me because right. I need to know more I details. You to go back to Bulldogs. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, uh, call me, call me, souls, you like, call me because I, like, I don't know who you. You ain't tell me nothing, but I talked to some people. Who these people? Man, every like, time I, was I like, try and, to and, leave, they pull me back. Every in. time I try to leave, I felt like Tyrese and Chingy. Yeah. 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 Um, and so he, um, he reached out. And he told me he's like, "Hey, I reached out um to uh, and I'm gonna just be I'm gonna say some names because this is a testimony." He said that uh, I reached out to Mitch Henry, mm-hmm. which is he is the uh, program director for Reach Media, which is he does all the syndication shows. He's head of all syndication shows, whether it's Ricky Smiley, whether it's Get Up Mornings, whether it's Steve Hart. You know, mm-hmm. if no, it's not Steve Harvey. Anybody on Reach? Uh, well, yes, it is on Reach, and so. He was like, "Hey, I talked to him. He's um, I'm I'm about to make some shifts in my life, and I think you'll be the perfect fit to slide in." And I was like, "Oh man, okay." And so he was like, "Bro, like I'm gonna have him call you within the next couple of days because they really, I really want to make this transition easy." Okay, cool. Um, so fast forward two days later, I got a phone call, um, from and I had this person's number in my phone, Derek Harper. I had Derek Harper's phone, and I was like, what? And it didn't say Derek Harper at the time. It just said Radio 1 because I had saved Radio 1's number in there, too. And I was like, okay. And so when I seen Radio 1, I'm just assuming it's Mitch Henry. Okay. So I'm get, I'm on the phone just, hey, yeah, what's up? Da-da-da-da-da. Boom, boom, boom. And he was like, I said, hey. 
And I literally call him Mitch. Mitch, so I was running in. I call him Mitch, and and I think he didn't hear me at first, right? Because he just kept talking, and I'm like, okay. And then he kind of circled back. He was like, "Wait, do you call me Mitch?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah." He said, "It's Derek." And I, because I don't remember hearing his name, because I was just so focused on that it was Mitch. Man, he was like, "Hey, I got an opportunity for you." And I'm just trying to test in the waters, you know. I I know me and you had talked years ago in the past, and I mm-hmm. I followed you and stuff like that. Okay, so he was he 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 didn't go into detail. Mm-hmm. So I'm still thinking this is the same job, and all this is poured off of something that Johnny did, right? No, I didn't. No, Johnny, Johnny, no. Johnny was there when I got the text, I was and, when I, when, and when I got the initial okay. phone call. Okay, okay, from from the guy. All Johnny did was say, "Hey, man, one day you're gonna get a call, and it's gonna." But be what, go but time. what you said, you put your name out. Were these people Any of these people Some of the people You put the name out to Mm-mm. Okay I was just wondering So yeah man um, I can't take credit For this man's success Oh no it wasn't about credit I was, <laughs> trying, to, I was trying to My brother did this On his own whole relationship. That's it. Man, okay. it was It was a trip man Cause I uh, got off the phone With Derek um, And then Mitch called me The same day So I was like I was so confused I said mm-hmm. wait This is not the same job Cause oh. Cause but they're in the same building. Right. And because I didn't understand how the companies worked at the time, the Reach Media and Radio One, although they are two separate companies, they are under the same TV One. Right. Uh, they are owned by right. the same person. Mm-hmm. And so I was so confused. I was like, well, wait a minute. So they both was like, uh, so I asked. I said, well, what is this job for? And when Derek told me what the job was for, I said, oh, okay, clearly this is not for the same job. Mitch told me the same different jobs. So at this point in time, Guy called me back and he was like, "Yo, like, did you talk to him?" I said, "Yeah, I also talked to Derek too." You did you talk to Derek too? Like, you could have told me, like, I, bro, cause you, cause I'm calling this man by the the wrong name. I didn't think right. two people were gonna. They had no idea. That's they awesome. Had, uh-huh. They had no idea. That's awesome. So Cut they runneth over already at the gate. They had no idea. So I, they both had gave me job opportunities and I had a I had literally like right. because the the guy needed me to train he needed me to overlap him he really wanted me to overlap because he knew he couldn't leave you know without and so uh I had like 2 weeks man them them 2 weeks I was stressed <laughs> I was stressed That's I remember stress. I like remember stress, though. I remember sitting in the parking lot in my gym and he was like did you make a decision yet what cologne did were you, you wearing decision like probably <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry good that part, <laughs> you know, I don't recall. Yeah, it was probably it was probably like a body spray. Um, because I was again, I was going to the gym. I was so confused, man. But it, even on that one, right? People underestimate. Now, there's good problems and bad problems, right? Right. But the problems, you know, what I mean, and good problems are real. Yeah, are problems, real problems. Yeah, yeah. We always want all this success, but we don't understand. So it's like, oh, now you got these choices. Like that was I mean, even though we're calling it good stress, it was stress. It was now stress. you're like. Do I, how do I make the right decision? The right decision because that stuff. Because I felt like I was in the same boat from when, well, a lot, a lot better boat from when I was just sitting there and be like, what do I do? What am mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. what, what, what do I continue with this career or do I go do something else? Now you got to battle the FOMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what happened was, and I'm going to be real honest with y'all, the two job positions were to be the executive producer for the Willie Moore Jr. show, which is a syndicated, nationally syndicated show, um, and or to be the producer for Ja'Kalen Carr. Um, and that was it at the time. Now, one was full time. Willie's was full time. Jacqueline's wasn't. 
I literally had Willie on my my vision board. Literally, a picture of Willie was on my vision board for that year. I gotta hear how this took the turn. So what what happened was because right now everything seems pretty obvious to me. But yeah, it <laughs> going on something some something was like. So here's what I was thinking. God and and I felt like this is what was told to me. I had to make a decision that if I that I was going to either jump on a boat that was already selling, mm. and Oof. would it be the full captain, or start on a smaller boat? Oh my gosh! And really build it up with less money, part time, and because I'm a risk taker, I went with the smaller boat. This means nothing to you. I just want to shout out to my good friend, Michelle Fenrendenity. She was on our podcast a little while ago. What up, Michelle? Same boat, same thing. Yeah. It's nice to know when you have certain people yeah. going through the same thing. So, Michelle, you're not alone. Yeah. I mean, it was me too, but still. Yeah. Anyway, you, I, had yeah. Shout, I had a shout out. She's yeah. my heart anyway. So, yeah, love it. Right, love go it. ahead. No, man. So, I chose wow. the, the smaller boat. It was a very difficult decision. Um, however, it was the best decision I ever made in my career. In my total career And what made that so? Um, Well, the guy that uh, was orchestrating uh, everything behind the scenes Literally within like maybe maybe this time last year He reached out, he called me, he said Bro, I'm going to let you know something I'm glad you didn't listen to me He said because your trajectory Like I'm watching from the behind He's like, I thought had you took the job that I would that I wanted you my, my old job, he was like you would have stayed like this. Right. He was like, but you took a, a uh, at the time a smaller job. Now, granted, Jacqueline has over a million followers on all social media. She's a huge gospel star, you know. But I really didn't, you know. But she hasn't been in radio long, right. so she was more of a. Uh, a rookie in radio Where Willie has been in radio for years So I was like man I can help this I can help this lady I can help her grow So that was one of the reasons But I did it And uh, I, I worked it Like because although I was her producer You know and, and just only working What five hours a day Monday through Friday You know 25 hours a week uh, I was able to They came to me They said hey we know you do on air. You want to do on air too? Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Let's do it. So did on air, and then I just maximized on the on the on the opportunity, and we, I ran with it. We call that finessing. Yeah, in the game, he finessed. The yeah, so he, oh, I, I, I finessed. I finessed it because I, we call it taking initiative. I'm a, I'm a, we call it uh, not sitting back. Well, no, stuff I'm gonna say finesse for this reason. I'm gonna say finesse for this reason. Everywhere in the world, we talk about the overnight success thing and how long that actually Come takes. Come on. Yep. Um, me and you both, before yeah. we got that big pop yeah. in our radio careers, yeah. we were going seven, eight, nine, almost 10 years before the pop happened. Yep, yep. And that's that's usually how it goes. You got in. Not only did you get in there as a part-timer on a brand new show, helping a new air talent build yeah. a show that has become yeah. one of the, the bigger yeah. shows yeah. now. Um you became the assistant program director of the station. In essence, if you don't know what the APD is, the program director, it, that's the boss. Yeah. The APD actually runs the ship. They gave you the keys, in essence, to that station. Yeah. yeah. And within that small time frame, I believe you won, was it three awards you won so far? Um, Two stellar awards. Two stellars. Back to back. 
Uh, yeah, okay, Mr. Back to, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let me, two, don't drink you. Yeah. Two, nah, man, two stellar awards, which is huge for me. Um, and those were particularly big for me. For those who don't know, Stella Award, winning a Stella Award um, is like one of the biggest things that you could do being a gospel talent mm-hmm. or being in the gospel industry, period, yep. whether a musician or whatever, uh, singer, songwriter. Um, and quick, I want, I want to give a quick story on that because this is something in it for somebody. Um, in 2014, that was my first Stella Awards. I got asked by a church member to just come with them just so I can serve. Went to Tennessee. It was in Nashville, Tennessee. Went to Nashville, Tennessee. My kids were posted. My kid, my wife was uh, pregnant with my kids at the time. That was in January. They were due because they were twins. I I knew they could come early. So I'm par- I'm paranoid and, and frantic. I was like, if I go here and I can't get back because I rolled with somebody else, um, will I be able to get back? Long story short, was able to get back. We had the kids. It was great. It was 2014. 2019 was the very next time I went. So there was time in between mm-hmm. because that's when I really start to like change. You asked earlier about me switching from secular to gospel. Right. I, that's when I started. My wife and I came up with this show called Believers of Balance. And I was like, if nobody's going to give us a show, let's start something on our own. Sure. And so that's what we did. And it, initially, it, it got on a, um, a radio station back in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is where I'm originally from. So we started doing that. Um, that was 2019. Got all the way to Las Vegas because that's where it was at the time. Completely didn't read the email, right? So excited that I got an acceptance letter to come cover the red carpet. Um, completely missed that they did not say I could cover the red carpet. So yeah, we're in Vegas. Oh wait, it's story time. What did they say? He said it's story time. I mean, what did they say? Bro, we did they say? Do you have a red carpet? They said, do you like red carpet? I don't even remember. I guess I skipped that thing. Nigga saw Stella's Vegas. Wow, I see the logo and see accepted. Bro, we get to Vegas. We got our outfits ready. You know, cause we try to go look like somebody. Are you kidding me? So they said, come pick up the credentials the day before the carpet so i said yeah let's go get these credentials so that way we can go get them early we can go back to, leave them in the hotel and then go enjoy vegas so went there i get to the the, the desk where they're, they're doing checking people in uh, flowers mm. <laughs> i don't see we, it. we know that hmm. we know that we know that i was like i was like wait they were like how do you spell that yeah. <laughs> i was like in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, she just, you know, yeah. it's like, because it's like four women. I'm like, all right, because it's like A through D. You know how they break it down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, let me, it's probably on her list, because right. clearly F is in this. But she was like, no, no, I can take, we all have the same thing. Is, that a, is that a PH? Maybe it's a PH. Is it single or plural? Is the L silent? Yeah. So she looks again and she don't see anything. And so she was like, um, go look back at your email. Oh. I look back at my email my, and my wife at And Janice, you literally look like Boo Boo the Fool Janice, at this point. Janice pulls out her email and she goes in death in the email. Like she's behind me. Behind me. I can feel her on my right shoulder and she just reading through. And she just puts her phone in my face. It says... <laughs> That does not say we are accepted for the red carpet. It says you were accepted for a new red carpet loan. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, seat fillers? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, oh my god! Um, and so yeah, it was. It was like they said that we could do the media room, which the media room is just where there's a stage, and after they get off the stage, yeah. you can they you know answer questions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I was already dressed up and fine, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, somebody gonna see me in this suit. <laughs> 
So what and, we got to do? And he had the black tie cologne on. By yes, the way. yes. So what what happened was the lady was like, um, okay, because the people were coming and getting it. So she's like, okay, step to the back, and after everybody is gone. Let me see what we can do. She's like, better yet, just come back early tomorrow morning. Because that way, we can see who made it, who didn't make it. I don't like you right now. See, this one of them favor ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. If it was me. Look, Johnny's surrounded by a whole bunch of that right now. Yeah. It's about to rub off on him. Johnny, I'm I'm waiting waiting for some coattails to hit your boy. (laughs) So we come back the next morning dressed. No, no, I'm sorry, we weren't dressed. We came back the next morning. Same suit? No, no. The lady says, the lady says, uh, the lady says, okay, y'all step ahead. And she was like, all right, listen. There's a few people that if they don't come get them by the next 15 minutes, it was literally 15 minutes. She was like, sit still. But we're going to close registration. If they don't come in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to give y'all one of theirs. Nice. So that's what she did. Nice. End up doing our first car. No it background was, check, nothing. Just on, nah. on the strength of. Nah. So at that point, you were just Gordon Walker. Yeah. Or whatever the <laughs> yeah. name was. That was favorite. That was favorite. That was 2019. Did the, did the carpet. Met so many people. Network. Network with people that in the time had no idea who they were. But and it will come back around. 2020, of course, COVID hit. 2021, uh, I had just started working there, so I had missed it that year. Nobody wasn't checking for me. 2022, in March of 22, um, I got promoted to assistant program director, um, and I went on this campaign for us to win a stellar. Like I was like, it's my goal. And I, I got super creative, did some really cool things, um, end up winning, and it was in Atlanta that year, so that was super dope. And I got to go on stage and hold the award. Like it was, it was my program director at the time, my my operations manager Derek Harper, myself, and our excuse me, our, and our general man, general manager Tim Davies, which mm-hmm. is up there, like the man. And so it was the three of us: Darlene McCoy and Erica Campbell on stage, and I got to hold the trophy. It just showed me that how you, you can. Come, you can go from the bottom to the top. Sure. Like it was like I was once had to baby, baby, please let me on, let me do this. Right. Like to now, I'm literally coworkers and and friends with people that I looked up to right. and and listened to for years. You know, it, it still blows my mind um, that you know some of the people that are in my life now are people that I would have never thought. Never thought. I, when I was in Charlotte, I remember listening to Darlene McCoy, mm. the show, The Nightly Spirit. And, you know, and now I told her, I was like, you don't understand. Like, I'm a right. fan turned co-worker. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like then, when we first met, too, you were like, Stone, I, I have been trying to be here yeah. to meet you yeah. for years. Yeah. And I was like, that, man, that, what an honor. I appreciate that. That's beautiful. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it. That's beautiful. I love it. I'm glad I could be a pivot in the table to help somebody. And then in 2020, well, since 2023. And then in 2023, this year, uh, no, sorry, it's 2024 now. 2023, went on another campaign, won another one, back to back. There's a video that probably is still on my Instagram that people are still talking about to this day because it literally, my cameraman followed me from my seat all the way to the stage. With me walking that was with the announcement, shot. yeah, and I got hit up so much. It was in Vegas again this this past year. Uh, people were like, 
bro, like that video is everywhere. It was like that. It's, that speech was amazing. I wrote that speech out real good too. It was, nice. it, was it was a good speech. Nice. I'm proud of myself. Hey, really hey pat yourself on the back. I, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so, man, that that was extraordinary, man. But again, it showed me how the first one I went to was in 2014. I literally served. Mm-hmm. I literally served, and I was serving Jonathan, Jonathan Nelson. Okay. Um, and full circle moment. I was at New Birth. Uh, a couple weeks ago for an event and he was in sound check and I walked in just to like walk in to see who was in there and I was just getting some video or whatever like that and he, he seen me on stage he was like bro what up and I'm like ain't this something like this is crazy you say ain't still- this something or was like ain't this a no, 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 that is not, that is not what I said, okay? that is not what I said, uh, but no, nah, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man, so yeah, the, the two stellar awards for the station, um, and then Black Media Honors, um, we got Media Trailblazer of the Year for 2023, look at you, man, um, we got, I got Four spin awards at the moment. At the moment, I got four Ace, spin awards. That's right, four spin awards. Next at year, the moment. five time spin I, award winner. Yeah, uh, and then and and you know, and then I'm actually in a week and a half. I'm uh, and by the time this airs, uh, I'm being honored for Radio Vanguard of the Year in New Orleans. Congratulations! So uh, headed down there to receive that award. I'm taking the fan with me. Yeah, uh, this will be the first time that my kids actually get to see, see that their daddy's famous. Me yeah. win an award. Yeah. They they see the trophies. That's gonna be you impactful. Know, they see yeah. the trophies, but I, I I'm I'm so excited for them to see it because my kids grew up and my kids have always seen. They I, I, I tell my wife it's like we're not normal. You know, uh, the industry that we're in, my wife is a, a, a dancer, a professional dancer. I know this is Atlanta. You got to put that in front of me. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I was going to be like, I knew, I'm not gonna lie, I was gonna like, I knew I there was a it, reason I liked it. Listen, when I, I knew it. When I said it. I knew it. When I said it, I just seen a swiveling yeah, of a pole. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you that. Like, like, I ain't going to lie. I, I ain't going to lie. See, too. Yeah, I felt very uncomfortable seeing Janice, what she just did in my head movie. No, no. I saw it too. Very uncomfortable. Matter of fact, I feel like I need to apologize for what went down just now. You're a man, and I literally saw it too. I literally yeah, saw. You're allowed to. I'm, I'm not. Oh, there's a pole. Okay. <laughs> I'm balanced like that's a mug. You're, twi- <laughs> you're twins. Is it boy girl? Boy girl. Boy girl. That's awesome. They'll turn ten yeah. in uh, February. And um and yeah, man. So this will be the first time that they see daddy. Yeah. Now th- they hear me on the radio all the time because I'm on like I'm on like several commercials. So okay. it's still it's still like they'll be I'll be listening to myself sometimes. Like commercial come on. And sometimes I'll word it. Like the other day, my wife was driving, and I literally turned around and started wording my That's commercial. Hilarious. And they were like, "Like really? Like yeah, you, yeah. now you flex it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now you flex it?" But they're so accustomed to it because I, I've I've done news in Charlotte. I did entertainment news in Charlotte where my kids were on the show mm-hmm. at least six times. Like my one of my kids actually ran on live TV while I was doing a segment. To the, and it's it's amazing. So that they, was Judah. That had to be Judah. Actually, it was Coy. Cool, what? You know what? I, I can't. You know what? I got to go. I got the. I have the audio. I have the footage. I want so to see. Can't look. tell them apart. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no! You better be able to tell them apart. Uh, but yeah, man. So it's been a blessing. Um, all the awards is just uh, a reminder of how far I come, sure. and I never, I never let it get to my head. And I'm, I'm super. I stay super Obviously humble. Not, you're still serving. You've yeah. done what you've done And yeah. you still serve I'm that, still that, serving To me personally That, that kind of so tells your character right there There's so much more to do 
um, that I'm excited about. Man, I hate to do this, but we boys, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, because this has been such a respectful and respectable yeah. and inspiring interview yeah. that I got to make it ratchet. No, so now that you let's are, <laughs> yeah. now that you are the boss man yeah. for the most part uh, of, of the top, uh, we'll call it spiritual station. Is that is that safe to say? You can say inspiration. Inspirational. Yeah. We we'll call it, that's the word inspirational station. Um, that secular stuff still seeps into it. Now, when you're on that side and you have to deal with those stories, it's it's one thing because mm-hmm. it's what you expect. You expect there to be drama. You expect there to be nonsense. You expect there to be scandal. <clears throat> but over the last decade or so, we've had an influx mm-hmm. of 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 that scandal seeping into. The inspirational, mm-hmm. spiritual, and religion side. Yeah. Exactly. Most recently, yeah. and notably, um, I mean, we know what happened with Diddy and all the stuff with Cassius coming out. Someone who's been tied to Diddy uh, because of their friendship is TD Jakes, mm-hmm. and that information is out. And it's affect. I've been noticing that it's been affecting a lot of my friends who are, yeah. are heavily into the church yeah. and are also on the inspirational side in radio. As someone who has to direct the branding and content that's shared and disseminated. In a broadcast medium, you have to one stay true to your listenership and yeah. your fan base, and and not try to hide what's actually happening. But at the same time, we don't want to be the ones perpetuating scandal or misinformation. Mm-hmm. You're in that position now to where those decisions are in your hands. Like how how are you guiding and directing the content right now as as that's happening? Uh, this is a really good question because I I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's a really great question because currently I'm um as of right now I'm I'm on vacation so it's giving me, it's it's giving me time to think it's giving me it's giving me time to think and if I can be really honest with you I've been really following um I took a I took a break from social media so a okay. lot of things I was missing mm-hmm. but I do get news feeds so mm-hmm. I do see news feeds and and you know I I do you know able to go see YouTube videos and kind of keep up mm-hmm. um and as of last night it it is bothering me to be honest it's it's bothering me because um and i'm not even gonna lie it's bothering me but it also makes me check myself because i am i i i am a christian but i am balanced and i'm not perfect and i do things that other christians may not agree with or listen to other music that other christians may not agree with as well um so i'm not the most perfect person however it does become harder and harder for me it's almost like me um checking myself and say man i i I can't go along with some of the things that are happening right now Mm -hmm. and i think one of the things that we got to do better as as a people is really speaking on it I think sometimes we just try to sweep things under the rug and pretend that it didn't happen. But uh, when you're when you're somebody who are when you're somebody who is and I'm not talking about anybody in particular, because there's a lot of people in hot water right now. Mm -hmm. There's a situation that happened in Atlanta, New Year's Eve with a certain pastor in a certain church um, that's viral right now. And people are going in on that individual. Um, I met that individual a couple of times. Really cool. Interviewed them as well. But it's becoming this thing where we're becoming too laxed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're becoming too lax. And I think at some point, you know, we got to fall back. I think what happened, my personal opinion was what happened is, and I've been very much so involved in this movement, is we want to be a bridge to reach the other people who are not necessarily going to church, who are not necessarily um, 
uh, talking about God and stuff like that. I, I have a segment called Bridging the Gap, which I literally make it where I talk to secular artists or people outside the gospel and industry. ask them your famous question. Uh, yes, and ask them uh, what does God mean to you. I I I I'd start doing that because I wanted to bridge the gap. Like for instance, um, you know, when I did, I, I've done several people. I did Jeezy, you know, and Jeezy gave an amazing answer. And it was it was in that time I was like, okay, this is great because you don't never hear, at least I don't hear him coming out just saying, God, God, God. You know, when I'm going through rough times, this is what I do. What I, you know, give insight. But his his answer was really good, and it it made you realize that dang, just because they don't talk about it, don't mean they don't believe or don't mean they don't have some type right. of a foundation. And so, um, it was a really good thing for me. So I did that with that in in mind. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes, especially with the things that are going on now, I have to set boundaries with myself <laughs> and say. All right, when is enough enough? Mm-hmm. Like when when is it okay to do this? It's 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 okay to to again, me and my wife like to dance in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's my wife, that's what we do. Would I put a camera on us dancing in the in in the kitchen and put on social media to the music that people may not agree with? Some people may say, but it's your wife and that's your house. Right. Other people may come for you and be like, but still, mm-hmm. like that's cool if y'all do it. Y'all are married, do that. But doesn't need to be shared with the world right. in that type of look right. or in that type of way. So, um, yes, it is very difficult. It's becoming more difficult for me. And I think as I grow into this person where I know who I am, I am going to become less bendable. Okay. And I have to hold myself accountable. I mean, shoot, like I, I plan uh, with my um, the team at the station. We plan a lot of events. I'm heavily involved in those events. Do we have a good time? Absolutely. Um, have there been times where I leave the event and be like, as great as that was, I and it's it's I know we we help people today, but I don't want to confuse people either. Mm-hmm. Like I have to check myself to be like, to be all quite honest, if I'm in a certain place and we got an artist up there and the bar is open, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, what do we do? Is that cool? Is it not cool? If it's cool, they can do what they want to do. But for me, I may be like, nah, I'm not gonna do that in in in, in public. You know, mm-hmm. like, having a drink is fine. I don't listen. I'm gonna have me a drink. Um, <laughs> you know, because I'm 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 cool with who I am. You know what right. I'm saying? I, I, I want to laugh at because we've shared some of these drinks. So I a lot know, lots yeah. of those drinks. <laughs> lots. <laughs> Shout out to New Year's. Right on. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so you know, it's 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 becoming a very difficult difficult thing for me, and it is honestly, it's really for me. I I. I I'm thankful that some of this stuff is happening because it does need to be brought to light because mm-hmm. you still have people who are lost and need to be brought in the right way. Right. And if you are watching some of the things that are taking place right now, you're going to be so confused about what it really is mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be doing. And not to say that we're all perfect, because, again, I don't care what you do on your off time. That is your personal business. Right. If you want to dance with your wife, if you want to have drinks, if whatever, you know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. want to watch movies that may not be Christian-like, I mean, shoot, color purple, uh, all of Usher. It's a lot of us. When I say us, the Christian community did, went to go see Usher. Mm. I Shame on y'all. I didn't. I would have, <laughs> but I want my to pay them ticket prices. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but listen, my wife wants to go. You know, and if she wants to go, she can go. Yeah. Like that's cool. I'm not. That's not the issue. The issue is is when you bring it into the church, right? When you're under the roof and you're doing it. 
you know, I, that's why I see the issue. I got you. Well, that's because yeah. your 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 accountability and you fully are being an example at that point. Absolutely. Like that's, that literally is your job is to be an example. Yeah. But what I live by, because it's that it's that line between bondage. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. yep. Um, that technical yeah. bondage, if yeah. you will. And then the freedom that we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I do it like me personally. I don't know if I've ever shared this with anybody, but for me, I always say I pay attention to my steps, but I focus on my walk. Mm. And what that means to me is, yeah, I don't just do everything willy nilly. Yeah. But I'm a I'm a stumble every once in a while. My steps yep. are gonna be off. Yep. Yep. But what did my entire walk look like? Yeah. So mm. when someone says, "Who stoned you?" Man, he's crazy. He's yep. wild, boy. He be, he be ratchet as uh, well. Uh, uh, so I mean, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. He got a good heart. But let me tell you something. That's how they do. Stone, he got a good heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get down with the rest of them. Right? Yeah. Or do I drink with you? Do we go out? Do we watch a violent movie? Have you seen something sexy? Have we go with Rob? And you be like, how stone are you, man? Stone. Let me tell you something. That dude right there, if I ever met anybody that was trying to help somebody, help somebody be better, that's that dude Stone. Well, my walk's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way I see it. So for me personally, I say that. I say I pay attention to my steps, but yeah. I focus on my walk. Yeah. Because my, 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 look, my, I'm human, right? So my, yeah. my, my, I always say my halo's going to be tilted. My wings are going to be tatted. But at the end of the day. I love that. What? You know? Oh, I love that. <laughs> How have you never said that before? And can we get so it on I t-shirt. gave that Please to my friend Shakira for her business. Uh-huh. Tilted halo, tilted halo, tattered wings, and, and she started a business. But I don't think it really ended up that's doing good. too much. But yeah, but that's that's my that's, that's, that's fly. That <laughs> I got to do this, man. Um, yeah. Just because you know, one, I'm a broadcaster. I'm a former broadcaster. You're broadcasting um, now. Yes, yeah. and I'm, I'm you know yeah. journalist like you. Yeah. So it's my job to hold you accountable to what you just said, okay. which was a whole lot of not giving me the answer that I wanted you to give me. Okay, but I know that's what you got to do because of the political spot that we talked about earlier. Because you're in the power position. It's re- I knew it was a real hard question to ask. Because oh the CD Jakes one yeah it was just like how to well no more so like what he was thinking about and how he was gonna handle it and he gave me the answer but you know I was I was waiting for him to say I was waiting for him to say we ain't putting none of that on the website like it was was something like that no but it's I know how difficult that spot is for you to be in right now having to one filter through all of the noise that's out there and then honestly in a sense take care of your flock because Mm -hmm. your listenership is is Mm -hmm. is your flock those are the people like whatever whatever you allow them to hear. In essence, becomes your responsibility if if you program that to, to mm-hmm. go out. So gatekeeping some of the information, and you know, one making it start with you, mm-hmm. holding yourself accountable, and checking how you would approach something, and then disseminating that information from that standpoint, and how much you allow to be be disseminated. It is an answer. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I, I, so I, I that, felt the politics that you was doing. You was dancing a little bit. I felt it. I felt in that. the light of your question, how naive is it for me to say if I were in your position yeah. and I had the company you had or I ran what I ran, ran what you ran, if I kind of stuck to the, the what I call the JTF mantra, which mm-hmm. is just the facts, mm-hmm. right? Because right now, everything we're hearing is rumor. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything factual yet. Right. So is that harmful for a business like yours being in radio where you're a news outlet? That I don't speak on anything that's in the rumor mill. I speak on it once it now has been revealed as fact. Mm-hmm. Is that hurtful for your business or is it helpful? I can see where it legitimizes business, but then who's listening to you because everyone seems to be drawn towards rumors. Yeah. So, and I'll be honest, that's more so what I was getting at because obviously, like I was at V103, or even when I was at 92 on a game, or if I was still in Orlando at, at 102 Jams, the way we would approach it mm-hmm. on the secular side yeah. of media is 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 completely different, different than how you yeah. have to view it. Because so that, that was station, it would be a news story. Exactly, it's, it'd be a news story. Yeah, like it, it definitely would be a news story for us. 
We ain't touching it. Yeah, we're not touching it. Uh, that's that's the best I can give you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not we're not touching it, especially if it's a rumor. Mm-hmm. Now, if things happen where stuff comes down and like it comes down and it's like yeah. facts and pictures and like verifiable, whatever, right? Yeah. Like stuff. Um, I, I'm sure there will be an adjustment mm-hmm. um, to what content. Uh, what says some of the to be honest there's so many talent that doesn't even like to talk about stuff like that they just want to keep it about lifting people up and right right which which i which i appreciate um it's one of the things i like about praise too like the the reason why i asked that question the way i did is because i've heard some inspirational stations Mm -hmm. report on it Mm-hmm. And they reported on it from the standpoint of it's all rumors. They were being mm-hmm. stripped, but they they mentioned, and then what they did was they got kind of in lockstep together in support of. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing that I think you, you end up doing in that situation is that if you get behind him and say we're going to support him through this because you know mm-hmm. I you know our leader needs to be lifted up. If it does come out, and I'm not saying it will, but if the, now you look like you know it changes because you got behind something, so you making the decision to. Just hands off until there's some information. I think yeah. is, is is the safest approach. Yeah, and I think for me, like um, even when we have artists that come up, we have a ton of artists that come up, right? Like um, there are some things that you know the, the publicists say, "Hey, please don't mention this," or boom, boom, boom. Of course. Um, but then there are some times when, for me, as as I grow in the industry and, and as I become a better journalist, I understand that sometimes it's okay to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like fluff interviews anymore. Like, don't I? If I, if I, I don't want. Okay, you coming to talk about your album? Okay. Yeah. All right, but I I, I want to know like who are you? Like, what do you do? Like, your album is great, but like, what else is it to you? Like, let's talk about something. Not to say that we got to go into politics or mm-hmm. anything like that, but I want to hear more of your testimony, your struggles, mm-hmm. your your triumphs, like something like that. I, mean, I want like, kind of like how we do kind of like life on podcast. Like, I, I so was about to say that. Bro. Yeah. I was so was about to yeah. say that. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear some struggles. I not. I don't want to. You know, of course. I, if you don't have struggles, of course, I'm not telling you. You know, but you I, I do. Yeah. I right. do. You yeah, lying? I do want to hear. I do want to hear more than. Than the typical, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know, for me, one of the frustrating things is is uh, is is people who do interviews who don't tap into that. Mm-hmm. You know, so to be honest, I've interviewed TD Jakes before, um, and very cool, very great. You know, very gracious. He was uh, promoting his book at the time, one of his books. Mm-hmm. Very cool dude. Um, however, if it was today. The interview would be completely different, of course, because I'm 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 so self uh, assured of me and 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 the audience mm-hmm. that I'd be like, you know, we ain't got to get into the nitty gritty, but let's talk about it a little yeah. bit. You know what I'm saying? So I think um, it's again, it's it's like a balance act, but a lot of a lot of a lot of people don't want to touch it. And, yeah. and I can understand that too because it's still. You have factual things, then you don't want to say anything that could potentially put you in a situation where if it gets proven that it didn't happen, then you just get egg on your face. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want that either. So I think the best way you can do it is just to kind of just shut up until it's proven. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. I uh, I got five questions I'm going to ask them. Okay. 
I got, I'm going to say this. I'm going to let him get to it because he like to do this rapid fire thing. I'm, okay, I'm going to get out the way for the rapid fire. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's going to be. I apologize I, I, in advance. I love it. No, I, I love I rapid fire. Right Let's get it. Now, bro. Let's get it. No. I'm going to say this, it. though. These are going to be random. So. It's really, oh, let's get it. I love it. It's really cool um, for my career to run into somebody like, I've got a couple people, but mm-hmm. I mean, you, mm-hmm. we've had this conversation. You know mm-hmm. you in like the top two of those people that mm-hmm. I can say we've had real introspective and reflective conversations about yeah. ourselves as programmers and broadcasters and how we approach media in general and then how we do content. And how we we keep it creative, but we keep it informative, but we stay right in the middle on what right. the facts are. We'll give you a little taste of what that you yeah. know, so you can know what's out there. You have flawlessly told that line and still remained informative and entertaining. And I've stolen a bunch of stuff from you. I mean, you know that. Like I've <laughs> I've, I've borrowed some Nico techniques over over the years that I was still, we were still working together because it's so effective, um, and it made me better. And running into people like that uh, is is rare, especially. Genuine people, yeah. who you can you can grow from saying I didn't know this person from nobody, and then y'all like genuinely become friends over mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. To where you know your kids and your family's hanging out, like that's that's rare. Um, so I, I can say now, like I know you a little bit, yeah, yeah. And and with saying that, I my, my last question is gonna probably be my my hardest question to ask you, like as a friend and oh, as a boy. brother, mm-hmm. is that you know seeing where we both come from, yeah. literally starting from nowhere and working yeah. all the way up to to the top of the game in one of the biggest markets that's here. Um. And having all the successes and the accolades, the awards, yeah. having families that are thriving and being respected in the industry by mm-hmm. our peers, do you feel at this point it's become easier for the waffle colored brother to get the top job? Because for a long time it was the chocolate brothers that I was bossing. Literally up. never heard <laughs> waffle. But now, but now Ever. the light skinned brothers it's, is, is making it. Y'all making a, a comeback now. Charlemagne and DJ Envy. Is it? Uh, <laughs> is it y'all? I'm asking it for that because like it really is you, Envy, Ebro. But y'all starting to grow. So is it y'all trying to take over from us, bro? Is it easier for y'all than it is for us now? What's the thing? Stuck, I don't know. I'm you may on be onto something. Because shout out to Derek Harper, yo. Listen. <laughs> That's that's my boss and he's amazing. He's amazing. Uh, is he a waffle? He's, he's, he, 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 he's, he's more of a pancake. <laughs> more pancake, not quite waffle. Yeah, a little he's darker than me. Okay, pancake. Okay, so, yeah. so we in the, same class. We're in the same class. We're in the same class. We in the same class. They're looking after y'all. Looking after y'all own. That's so what, you French you know toast? Um, is that what it is? Oh, no, bro, I'm chocolate, brother. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the chocolate. You burnt toast. Oh no! Hey, listen, listen. No, I literally in my head thinking. Burr, but there's something. Do not say burr. But you got to keep it breakfast though. So toast. That's rats racist. Yeah. Yeah. It was in my head. But it, I was, I, it was literally it. right there. <laughs> then I said, I should have said, said a, a chocolate fudge pop tart. You, oh. That would have meant because I'm trying to stick with the I breakfast thing. Like, I don't like you right, anyway. I don't like bro, you. Bro, when I tell you, there's nothing no, to that's this. That's the there's sound nothing, bite right there. There's nothing to the theory. My God, <laughs> I just wanted to know where you just. You I literally was going you. through my head. I don't see you as burnt toast. Breakfast items that I could help to to make it work. <laughs> right. And, and and I thought I literally seen burnt yeah. in my head, but I was like, no, no, that's racist. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Ain't nothing racist about it. Yeah. It's toast. I know. Who, I know who not coming again next time. Oh man. No man, I uh, oh, man. I, I admire your success. waffle and burnt toast. That's I admire it. your success. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I told yeah. you, I told you the other day. Yeah. Uh, I was halfway uh-huh. joking when I was like, "Man, I ain't helping because you don't need all my help." That's what yeah. I meant. Like, yeah. it's, you've gotten to that point yeah. now. Like, what could I do to assist? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be a cheerleader, and I'm gonna be one of the biggest yeah. ones. And yeah. if it comes to a point to where you know Johnny's fingerprints can do something again, I'm gonna be all over it, man. Because the, it's it's so few people who deserve every single thing that they got. 
overnight that took 12 years to get to mm. um and just to watch it happen so fast after it started happening uh you gotta admire that because it's, it's been honest it's been genuine from my knowledge you haven't screwed anybody over and it ain't a whole bunch of people I can say that about that I've well, worked close with so I mean nah. there's, there's some twins that might attest to that ah. <laughs> that was a alright here we go random what about you would cause others to either look down on you or choose to avoid you Uh, I would say um, I can be a little My mouth Sometimes oh, Can be a little In business You backslide No No it, it's some, Okay It can be uh, <laughs> I can I, I My communicate I'm big on communication Really really big on communication I will over communicate However I'm not a I'm not a I, I'm not a person That is I've become this person That I'm gonna say How I feel And I think mm-hmm. If I don't like you, I'm going to say it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. What is one thing... You wouldn't nope, even know he that one. You wouldn't even <laughs> know he wrote these. What are, what are three things that grieve you or break your heart more than anything else? Ooh. Oh. That's a good one. Breaks my heart. Um, you can get one, actually. Outside of... It, it, it could be in the industry. It could be anything. 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 One, th- one thing that breaks your heart or grieves you more than anything else? Um, I would say... Oh man, that's a good one. Can we come back to that? One? Okay, we can. Yeah, let's come back to that. Superpower: be invisible, read minds, travel through time. Which one would you pick? I'm traveling through time. Yeah, is there a particular yeah. reason why? Or it's- butterfly effect? He's gonna mess some stuff. What you gonna mess listen, up? Because listen, I can set everything up. Listen, <laughs> oh, okay. I, listen. I should have said you can't affect nothing. That's why. That's why. That's why. All right. If you could live ten years of your life. As a woman at any point in your life, would you? <laughs> what? Ten years? That's a long time. I fit I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I love that question. What? <laughs> All right, last one, last one. You still gotta answer the other one. Yeah. All right. So no judgment. If money was not an issue yeah. and you can get away with anything guaranteed. What would you do? The things that are rolling in my head. Right. I, 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 I already know there's going listen. to be an unspoken uh, filter. Oh, <laughs> so, oh my God. So, that while so enough, I plead the fifth. What, you take what, the what public thing can you share? No, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to manipulate the mess out of somebody to get the career and the job and the, the business opportunity that I've always wanted. Okay. Okay. It's okay. going to be manipulation central. I'm I'm going. So you're going to be one of the one percenters. I got you. Yeah. So you're going to work in Washington. All right. It sounds really bad. The word manipulation sounds really bad. But But hey, what would you do? Money's not an option. What would you do if you wait a minute? Guaranteed to get away from it. Ooh, listen. So we didn't had this old conversation about everybody being spiritual. Y'all know I'm borderline. So I, I, it's some people who wouldn't be here no more. I'm just gonna. Just, wow. it's funny because mine is close to yours. I'm just gonna say it's, 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 it's some folks that don't deserve to. to, to, to so. Yeah, old. Mine, know what mine would be? Yeah. And if I could time travel with the same thing? Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Every nefarious and dirty politician and cop, I would put them on a deserted island, 
by themselves. That's good. One. Oh, you let them live though. I will let them live. So I, I guess because I would never go on record saying yeah. he, he, that he, I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> well, I didn't say it either. I'm just saying you would Johnny let them said live. Rid of them. <laughs> I, I just he said, said disappear. They, right? I said they wouldn't be here. Anymore. You wouldn't be here anyway. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. He didn't I say was, where. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and let them live. But they're gonna be on an island. I'm just making sure you let them live because that other thing is bad, and you don't want to be on the other side of the border. I'm on record saying I put them on an island. I need to know what the answer to that other question was. Well, yes. Give it to me one more time. Ooh, shoot! It was random. So I what was it? What's one thing that makes you sad or grieves you the most? The the one thing that makes me sad and grieves me the most is the fact that um, there's so many people living um, who will never reach their full potential. Oof. Uh, I and and if I could be completely Gosh. honest with you, um, that was my fear for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to go back even further when I was out of work, that I believe was one of the reasons why. I was asked to sit still and I was told to sit still during that period of time because had I interjected, I wouldn't be on the right course. But because I sat still and really let everything play out like it was supposed to, like the purpose over my life, mm-hmm. I feel like that is why I've, I've been thriving. My prayer is that people find a purpose. I, I literally have a segment on my show called Purpose Pusher Moment. Mm-hmm. And I do it once a show and it is to inspire somebody to say, um, especially um, going into the new year, I did a lot of don't worry about what didn't happen this year. Worry about what could happen going forward. Mm-hmm. Erase what didn't happen, yeah. like because that's that's in the past. You still got time as long as you got breath in your lungs. You st- and, and you woke up. You still got time to do what you need to do. So yeah, to all those people, get to it. Lifeonpodcast.com. Hey. This is where your life changes, man. Nico. Flowers, hey, yes. not to be confused with Zay Flowers. Shout out to Zay. Shout out to Zay. I'm I'm a, I'm a, uh, low key. I'm not a Ravens fan. I don't hate the Ravens, right? And I need to look and see a Zay cousin because listen, Zay. Hey, yeah, listen. There you go, man. Let, let me hold. I want to go to a game. You ain't gotta let me hold some. <laughs> Everything just, live just, on podcast. Just, just throw me some nice tickets. Yeah. Nice Where can people find you? Social media and all that kind of good stuff. Oh man, you can reach out to me on social media at Sir Nico S I R N E I K O. That's across the board too. Um, and of course on Facebook it's just Nico Flowers so yeah right on y'all know me Just Johnny Vaughn J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N on all your stuff y'all know what it is I got that one stop shop hub stonestafford.com IG Facebook email whatever it is you want is right there and again lifeonpodcast.com you can listen there you can click on YouTube watch there you want to subscribe you want to like you want to tell your friends you want to give feedback don't forget L stands for listening and then I stands for inspire so thanks guys we love you Nico, thanks, homie. Appreciate it. It's good to know you. Now I feel like I know you. Yeah, know you. yeah. I love it. I knew you. I knew you, but I know you know you. I know you know. So we'll probably have you back, bro. Yes, so please y'all do. have I a great week, this. man. We'll see you next week. Love y'all. Peace out.